We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We have two more weeks left in the FedEx Cup, the PGA Championship FedEx Cup. Well, we are in Delaware this week at the Wilmington Country Club. We're not physically there, but uh, the PGA Tour certainly is uh, talking about uh, continuing the FedEx Cup here, here, and we'll preview it all here on Gaming Golf. Hey everybody, welcome to Gaming Golf. Two weeks left. We're in Delaware for the the Wilmington at or at the Wilmington Country Club for the BMW. Jeff Erickson here with Jeff Ritter, Scott Jenstad. Uh, guys, how did it go uh, for our uh, our bets and for our lineups uh, last week uh, in, in the first round of the playoffs? Man, I wish I had Will Z. <laughs> yeah. Scott, you had him, didn't you? Uh, I had him in DraftKings in my lap. I was actually yeah. five of six and cashed really well. I, I had uh, I had Wilsey and Rom on the same team, but Russell Henley missed the cut on Ugh. the number. It could have been a really good week at six of six, and Henley playing over the weekend. But DraftKings is good. The bets is frustrating. I don't know how many millions of times I bet Will Zalatoris on this podcast over years. Didn't have him last week, um, so can't uh, can't take credit there. Unfortunately, we've been on him a lot, but uh, I, it was a uh, it was kind of a bitter pill to to miss that one. But I had Morikawa instead, who made a pretty good run. Uh, you know, and he was good in DraftKings also for the price. But uh, missing the Wilsey win was tough, but at least it was a good DraftKings week. The Morikawa thing was smart, though. I mean, it was like the his odds went above 30 to 1. Yeah. The alarm bell went off, and, and we were right. DraftKings went under, under 9,000, which was yeah. great. First time in two years. And it, it was good to see him play well again. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that, that, that was a good principled uh, extension. But, you know, I – Henley killed me. I was five of six and one, four of six and the other, or maybe even three and six was really bad on one of them. But uh, Henley and both, and that did not work out so well. Cam Davis and both did work out pretty well. That was a nice little add-on late in that uh, as, a, as a good cheapie. We have 68 players in the field this week. Cam Smith is not playing this week due to lingering hip discomfort. Yeah, uh, right. uh-huh, sure. And I, um, I wish I could do one of those Looney Tunes eye rolls where your <laughs> eyes roll back and they just kind of keep spinning backwards and then just slowly stop. That's, I that's buy, the eye roll I buy zero hip discomfort for Cam Smith this week. That's like a, it's like a half truth. Like yeah. I believe discomfort is the half 
yeah. uh, but it's not it's not the hip it's uh is well, it, it, just, it so is it live fever is that why he's leaving or is he mad about the the penalty the two-stroke penalty which was pretty i don't know this, i i had let's talk about that penalty real quick here because first of all it happened you know, like they didn't do it on the spot they waited till before he started the next round the next day it, it was like a little pedantic sort of penalty like the ball was touching the line or something like that it didn't affect anything i thought no but like anybody who plays golf like by the rule book knows you can't drop your ball on the line of a hazard yeah. you just can't so okay. it's it's kind of a stupid penalty to take so that that that's like my first Fair point enough. and the, and the second point is golf has a problem now of still uh, making these rule rulings the next day. Like yeah. you got to just, when a guy goes home that night, it's just, it's at some point that day, you got to just say it's over. There's too much now, now with the PGA tour embracing gambling and, you know, we're, a, we're this podcast. I mean, there's just a lot now on the line. You can't just change results the next day on the fly and just reset, you know, reset odds. And it's too messy. You just can't do the armchair, you know, next day refereeing anymore. So that's my, those are, but it was a stu- it was a violation and it was a stupid rule to violate at that. So yeah, that was my two. Fair enough. You kind of summed up what I was going to say. I just think that I, I, while it's a violation, I just, I have a big problem with doing it the next day. I and mean, you don't see that in any other sport. Like if you do it that, that afternoon or that night, like if someone's obviously people Cam Smith on TV, people see stuff. Um, I just don't think the next day is weird. And just the fact that he had so much attention for the live stuff this week. Anyway, I, I just, it's uh, it was, it was very interesting. So you think? Do you think he's good as gone? Yeah, I, uh, I think I he's gonna. Play, I think he's gonna play. Ne- I think he's gonna play next week first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. But, but yeah, I guess certainly there's enough yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire with these rumors every time, and you just it's not hard to read the tea leaves. I mean, here, he's, he's he's third in the in the FedEx Cup standings. He'll probably drop back a couple by not playing this week, but he's he's playing fifteen million dollars next week. He'll be what four to five shots back. You got he's gonna have to play in that first. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood is out on a yacht. Apparently, can't be bothered to play. Is he also going live? I had not heard his name attached to this yet, but that's a sort of a strange move to make when you're talking about just you know, this is a no cut event. This is you right know, free money. Why would you, you show up and play? not to play this? I don't know. And he's know. he's 58th if I saw right. So I mean, he probably will. Uh, he, he's got no chance to get in the top 30 now, obviously, but he could have. With a, a like a really high finish, right? Have we did yeah. we confirm it's a yacht? Can we do we know more no. about this yacht? Okay, I, I read that he was spending time with his family. I, I know Jeff happens to be mocking that apparently, but uh, I read he's spending time with his family, but I don't know what the truth is. You know me, I like to mock everything. <laughs> I'm a bad person. All right, let's move on. 68 guys in the field. Our top player was going to be Cam Smith, he's out. So we oh, have four. We got four guys in the t- uh, in the ten thousands instead. Can we, can we get like general strategy first, real quick? Yeah, let's do that. I, I think this is a. It's, I think it's kind of the key point to this whole week too. There's no cut, and the guys that are in this low sevens and sixes are top seventy players. Like usually right. we have guys that are really, I mean, really bad in the golf world in those ranges, and you got 140. But even the low, no cut events, you've got some. Usually got some scrubs down there. I think this is a the prime most prime week of the whole season to go stars and scrubs i've played with three guys over 10 i've played with like four guys over eight um i think i I don't like the sevens very much this week anyway so i think i'm going um a couple guys in the sixes and either four guys eight or above or maybe three in the sixes three in the tens or three in the nine five or above i think how you build your lineup this week is is really important probably 
and I'm not going to be the only one there. So probably makes those guys in the eights and sevens a little lower uh, roster than the normal base. If you want to be contrarian, you could go there. But I think it's a prime stars and scrubs with no cut and really good players in the sixes. I was going to say it's, this is a take what you want week. Uh, maybe it's stars and scrubs. Maybe you want to just find six guys in the sevens and eights. It's all there. Is that like, yeah. like Scott said, there, there's enough down at the lower price points to get, to put a lineup together that you feel good about and has a shot because everyone's making the cut. So and, uh, this is and a fun with week the, to bet. With a no cut event, you've got to, I mean, to really win, you've got to get like, you know, six guys in the top 13, 14. You've got to have the winner. You got to have, I mean, you just with no cut and only 70 guys, you're going to have to hit so much at the top. And I think you have to, you have to nail those, those studs at the top and then get a couple guys at the bottom that, you know, make the top, you know, 20, top 18, something like that. So I'm definitely going to do two lineups now. One that is stars and scrubs and one that's more balanced. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, I definitely feel like there's got to be some value in that. I just got to find the guys I like uh, to make that work. All right. Top guys. Rory's at 10.5. Rom's at 10.3. JT's at 10.1. Will Z up to 10,000. Uh, so Scott, since you want to go stars and scrubs, you use two or even three guys up here. Who are you not using? My apologies for the interruption when I did that anyway, also. Too. No, no, it's all good. Um, I am going, uh, I'm going Rom and JT this week. Uh, I really liked how Rom closed last weekend. He was 67, 66. We talked last week, like John Rom was 20 to one. You need to bet him. And he almost got there just, uh, you know, maybe that Friday round uh, kind of kept him out of it. But I liked that he, he played really well last week, hit the ball well, gained uh, eight shots to the green, 4.4 off the tee, looked back to John Rom, didn't putt great. Lost a little bit putting, otherwise he probably would have been, you know, really, really right there. Finished fifth at, at uh, St. Jude. And then I, I actually like Justin Thomas this week too. He was a very quiet 13th last week, but putted terribly. He lost two and a half uh, strokes on the green. Was really good around the green, just not on the green. Uh, Tita Green was a gained 8.3. His approach game was just okay, but um, I think he's finally coming around. It was a little bit of a hiccup at the the British Open and the Scottish Open. Didn't play great there. I really liked what I saw last week, and I'm hoping that. Uh, Maybe everybody gravitates to uh, to Will Z and JT. Be a little bit lower rostered. It won't be low just because the way this field is built. But uh, I'm going Rom and JT and playing them together in lineups. I like it. Uh, I'm with you on Rom. I like the momentum off the off the fifth place finish. But I'm I'm not. I don't know if Will Z will be over owned or not. I I think that's a pretty good price. I think one one theme that I find happens a lot in the FedEx playoffs, and you you can harken back to. Uh, the days of Camilo Vijegas or Billy Horschel guys just get hot in this event. And sometimes just, it's just a little run. And for, for Zalatoris, this is a huge, just like the weight is off his shoulders. Now he has won an event and lo and behold, he's got a golf course in front of him that at least on paper would seem to suit his game. We don't know a lot about this place. It's the tour's first ever trip to Wilmington to the state of Delaware. So, right. Congratulations, Delaware. This is your moment. Uh, and I think it's the first but, professional tournament period at this golf course. Yeah, wow. I think you're I think you're right. So I mean, we know it's pretty long. Uh, Zal Torres hits it far enough. Big greens. But when it's unfamiliar, you know, to everybody, I would I would kind of de-emphasize your putting metrics because everybody's kind of, you know, searching for it with the same amount of practice time. So I think it's a great setup for Zal Torres to keep the momentum going. I'm not sure I would pick him to win, uh, but you know, another top five. Why not? Oh my God. They're playing Genstad's music, de-emphasizing putting. I like it. <laughs> That's right. These great, these greens are huge. So I agree that you just have to, you just don't want guys that three putt too. So you just don't, you want to avoid the three putt. Cause you do get, there's like, apparently they're fast, a lot of undulations, mm-hmm. but huge. So I think everybody's going to be hitting greens as long as you can kind of lag and two putt. And now that I know Will Z's a big Warriors fan, I, he moved up my list even more. I already love the guy. And now I really, really love the guy. Now you definitely have to build a lineup. 
Yeah, uh, that, that it's settled. All right, let's move into the nine thousands. Pretty big, uh, deep level here. Cantlay's at nine nine. Scheffler's at ninety eight. Finau ninety seven. Xander ninety six. Fitzpatrick ninety five. Morikawa ninety four. Sam Burns ninety three. Hovland ninety two. Sung JM at ninety one. And Tom Kim at nine thousand. Not heavy, you know, pretty heavy days there for Tom Kim to get up in that group. Jeff, what do you think about this group? I think Morikawa is probably going to be like one of the top owned guys in, in DFS. I just, I think that fifth place last week is going to get a lot of attention. Uh, you're talking about big greens, you're talking about ball striking. This is, this is Colin Morikawa music again, coming through. So at that price, that is a tough price to turn down. Uh, if you're going to build more than one lineup though, or build, you know, be contrarian. Uh, I think Tony Finau, you know, I don't know how, how owned he's going to be now, or if, if people are ready to believe this, but I mean, he's probably the hottest golfer on tour right now. He did fifth place last week, two wins here the second half of the year. Uh, again, and he's doing ball striking. Putty's been great, but he's still – ball striking is is also essential to his game. So I like Finau still at this price. I think he's underpriced for, for what he's done in the last six weeks or so. And then our guy Tom Kim, who we've all kind of uh, carried the torch for at one point. Uh, or cashed in on at, at one point, I still think he's underpriced for how well he's playing. So um, I like those guys, but there's a lot you can do in, in the 9,000 tier. If I told you three months ago that Tom Kim would be uh, higher DraftKings price and lower betting odds than Jordan Spieth uh, this week, what would you have thought of how crazy you think I would have been? Very. It's well, I like Spieth too, nuts. but we'll get to that. <laughs> um I, I really like Finau this week too. I mean, I think you, you look at everything. He's uh, we, he, the top five after the back-to-back wins was nice that you know he didn't kind of fall off there. I think it's a really good course for him. It's a long course. He hits it well. The long irons are great with him too. And Jeff mentioned hottest player there is. You look at the last twenty-four rounds: first tee to green, second ball striking, second approach, fourth in short game, fifth in putting. Like there's nothing he's not doing. Not only well, but exceptionally well. He's top five in everything. I think you just ride this hot streak. I think, you know, Jeff mentioned before, the guys get hot late in the season. I think Finau is that guy right now. The other guy who's hot right now that I really like this week is actually Sung J.M. at this range. Uh, You look at the last uh, three weeks, a second 3M, second at Wyndham, a 12th at St. Jude last week, hit the ball well again last week, gained uh, over four and a half strokes, both off the tee and tee to green. Uh, You look at the last 24 rounds, fifth in ball striking, third tee to green, third off the tee. He sets up really well. He kind of had that slump in the middle of the season. Like the U.S. Open, the Scottish Open, the British Open didn't play well, but has really kind of righted the ship. Um, I love him this week, and I think with the big, huge names in this range, and you got a guy, a couple guys right below him too in the eight thousand. We'll talk about that'll be popular. I really like Sanjay at ninety one hundred this week. Yeah, I, I used him again last week. Uh, you know, obviously it wasn't uh, final pairing or anything, but still really darn good for sure. Uh, you like seeing that. Uh, before we move on to the $8,000 tier, quick note from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And thank you for your indulgence. Every podcast is on the Blue Wire Network, and uh, it's it's we're, we're happy to be on there. Let's talk about the $8,000 tier. Uh, it's pretty lengthy again, but that's okay. Uh, it's not even a big field, so we can do this here. Uh, 8,900, Cam Young, Jordan Speed, 88, Shane Lowry, 87, Joaquin Neiman, 86, Max Homa, 85, Hideki's at 84, Corey Connors at 83, Tyrrell Haddon's at 82, Aaron Wise is at 81, and Adam Scott's at 8,000. Guys, before we uh, kind of go into likes and dislikes, I just want to mention like a couple guys uh, that are noteworthy just because of where they are in the FedEx Cup rankings. That they, they you know, are and how close they're Aaron Wise is actually at 31, the guy we just mentioned here. Uh, you know, all these guys right on the bubble in particular, it's pretty interesting to kind of analyze how they're going to react to that sort of pressure. For sure, you know, you're going to see them on TV a lot, they're going to be part of the math. Uh, Aaron Wise, um, you know, we, we've talked about him a lot as a guy who has that ball striker profile that uh, we often gravitate to. Uh, that's one of the strengths of his game. And this is a good, this is a good price for him. I don't, did you want me to go through this tier? Or I feel like it's Scott. Why don't you go for it? You're already talking. Right, yeah, go all for right, it. All right. go Aaron, Wise, Aaron Wise is, is a, is a green light for me uh, at this price at 81. Uh, I also think Jordan Speed, he's been, in, he's improved his ball striking a lot this season. I think at that price below Tom Kim, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, brand new golf course. I, I can see it. I can make a case for Jordan Speed in anywhere in the eight thousands. Uh, that's a green light for me as well. And I also, I'm kind of intrigued by Adam Scott, although the price is coming up as he's been playing well, but uh, 66 on Sunday for fifth place last week, uh, just kind of putting it together here at the end of the summer. So I think 8,000 is a good price for Adam Scott too. Yeah, I really like this range. As I talked before, I was, I was talking about four guys over 8,100 uh, as a way to go, and you're going to get two in the sixes as I was playing with uh, with lineups this week. So I'm going to go real quick on my three guys. Wise is one of them. Uh, you know, he was 31st at St. Jude, but, uh, you know, lost around the green, lost putting. So hopefully that uh, normalizes a little bit. Hit it great, though. Gained over four in TD Green and an approach. 
Last 24 rounds, he's top 20 in all the ball striking matches we'd like to talk about. So I really like how his games come together. I like that he's on the bubble. You know, I think that that, uh, that I, I, some guys will step up to that. Some guys won't. But I like that, you know, on Sunday, even if he's right, you know, not really in the mix, he's gonna, you know he's going to be playing his butt off to move up. So I, I do like that because in DraftKings, you know, you get points for everything. He doesn't have to win. Um, I really like that. I really, really like Cam Young this week. We've talked about him a lot. Rookie of the year for sure this year. Um, he was 31st last week after the back-to-back uh, runner-ups. But you look closer. He lost five and a half strokes on the green. He just putted terribly last week. One of those weeks, I think you just toss it out. You look at his history. He's had some up and down putting weeks, but nothing quite that bad um, in a long time, at least. Uh, he gained uh, he gained 8.4 tee to green, 4.7 off the tee, 4.3 to approach. He was second tee to green last week. So, you know, getting the ball to the green, he was second to Will Zalatoris, who won the tournament. So I love Cam Young coming off that. Um, hopefully people saw the 31st and maybe aren't as interested, but I love him this week. And then I, my third in this group that I'll be playing is actually Joaquin Neiman. I think he's a really good fit here. He's really, really good off the tee. You're going to have to hit it far here. Um, the fairways are huge, but I think he's going to set himself up uh, really well. We talked about the length of the course. Um, it's a weird setup because it, it's long, but there's two holes that are over six, 630 yards. So that kind of a lot of the length moves to those two holes. There's actually five par fours that are under 430. So, uh, you know, ball striking here is it's not quite going to be the, the bomber's paradise. I think some people see when they see the overall length. Um, but, uh, you know, Neiman was 13th last week, lost around the mean, lost in putting like that, uh, gained really well hit ball striking. So, Young Neiman and Wise uh, will be the guys in the eight thousands that I'm going to be playing. I wonder if is Young now at the top of the list of best player without a tour win, with Fitzpatrick coming off the list in June, and then Will Z's off the list now. I mean, Young's still a rookie, but he's rookie of the year, I think. Unless, unless I don't know if the Gallo wins the next two weeks or something. I mean, Cam Young is the rookie of the year, but it feels like all of a sudden he's like he's come, he's had so many close calls. I feel like he's, he's he might be. He's got to be. He's got, he has six top threes this year. Yeah. Not like top tens, like top threes. It's crazy. He's got four runner ups and two, and two thirds. And you know, one of those is a major, too. I mean, he's had an unbelievable year. I mean, the, the, the second and the British, I mean, that's just so impressive. The yeah. way he finished, too, eagling to force that was Cam awesome Smith eagle. to hit a birdie to win the tournament. I mean, that's that, that, that finished it off for me. There are like eight rookies in this tournament, by the way. And Len, yeah, Len was awesome. making a big deal about that. That's pretty wild, too. Uh, let's move on to the seven thousands. Um, we'll go, it's, it's actually not that big of a tier, so we're not going to break it in half this time. We're just going to go straight through it. We're crazy like that. Billy Horschel at 79, Russell Henley burn his name. 78. (laughs) Now, uh, Brian Harmon at 77, Cam Davis, 76, Davis Riley, 75, Keith Mitchell, 74, and Taylor Pendrith with them there at 73, Sahith Tagal and JT Poston. At 72, Mav McNeely and Keegan Bradley, Seamus Power and Mito Pereira at 71, and at 7,000, Siwoo Kim and Denny McCarthy. McCarthy made a run on uh, Sunday morning. Uh, looked like he was going to insert himself in the conversation. But, uh, uh, guy, uh, we went with Jeff first last time. Let's go, Scott, here. I know you said you're not a big fan of this level. Um is there anyone on this level you would uh, consider playing? Yeah, so just the way I'm building, I'm not playing a ton of guys in here, but uh, my two favorites, I, I really like Cam Davis again at 7,600. I mean, just playing great golf. He was, what, he was 13th last week, 14th, 16th, and 8th. I mean, that's four straight top 20s for a guy that's in the 7,000s. Yeah, like that. Didn't hit it quite as well last week, putted well, um, but, you know, didn't lose strokes anywhere, so it wasn't bad. He just kind of, it was the ball striking wasn't quite as good as it was the three weeks prior, but you give me someone that has four straight top 16s. He's uh, 20th in ball striking last for his 22nd approach. Um, I think he's a, a full go there. Sammy Sikander, if you need someone in the range, he's my favorite guy there. 
And then I'll go all the way down to seven. Uh, I really like someone that I think fits well in events like this. You know, you want in events like this, you want someone that can make a make a shot at the leaderboard, but he misses. He, normally, he could miss the cut, and you worry about that. Is Siwoo Kim, who when he flashes, he really, really flashes. He was forty second last week at St. Jude, but lost five point one strokes putting. Hit it really well. Gained seventeen to green. Prior to that, he had two straight uh, top 15s at Rocket Mortgage and the Open Championship. Um, I just, I think he's a perfect fit for a, for a no-cut event, especially one like this. They, they, he plays well. He can actually, you know, throw up a top 10 there. So good enough to do that, but you don't have to worry about the missed cuts. So I do like him at 7,000. As I built, uh, I was usually playing with him and then someone in the low sixes or him and then two guys in the sixes if I went three top 10. So uh, Siwa was kind of a key guy for me at the price this week. I like it. Uh, I've got, I'd start this tier with Brian Harmon. I know again, I've, I like momentum plays a lot this time of year. And so Harmon fresh off of 67 third place. Uh, I worry a little bit if this course is too long for him, but he's, I like the ball striking a lot and I I like the momentum. So I I think at 77, it's a good price. I'm still back on uh, one of the rookies off my fantasy team. That's going to finish squarely in the middle of the pack at best (laughs) at this point is uh, Sahith Nagala. Uh, he's got the right profile as well of ball striking. He's been in the fire a few times this year. Doesn't have a win yet, but quietly 13th in Memphis. Um, so I like the momentum again for him coming into this event. And then Denny McCarthy, you mentioned it, uh, Jeff. I think, you know, he, he put himself in the conversation on Sunday last week. Let's put him in the conversation here. You know, no price adjustment for that. 7,000 is a good price for a guy who, the strength of his game really is putting, although he's hitting the ball better lately with approaches. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad idea to put one just pure putter in your lineup when you're going to have large greens that are unfamiliar. So I like McCarthy at that price too. All right. Um, yeah, I do too. I, I always think he's kind of a sneaky guy to kind of add yeah. on late if you're looking for a cheapo. Uh, six thousands. Guys, let's talk about this here. Um, Scott, I know you said you like a lot of guys in the 6,000s. Jeff, what did you find in the $6,000 tier before we go to Scott? Well, Straka is going to be popular, right? I mean, he's just, <laughs> of course. again, you don't get the adjustment. So, uh, but how can you not? Uh, he, uh, you know, continues to uh, follow the path uh, as the Austrian Matt Kuchar that we've dubbed him as just backdooring his way along. But this time he was front running for a long time. So uh, we'll see. It just looks like a guy who may be ready to take the next step in his career. Um, that's a tough way to lose though in a playoff. So other guy I like, I went all the way down to 6,100, uh, for Alex Smalley, who I think Scott has mentioned before and maybe was, was set to tee up again, but, uh, he's got top 20s and three of the last five starts, no cut this week. Uh, Hey, she's gonna, you know, someone who's used to sticking around on the weekends and making a bunch of birdies, uh, 6,100. I mean, you could do a lot with the rest of your lineup if you plug somebody in at that price. So those are my two favorites off the 6,000s. I called uh, I called Straka the Austrian Matt Kuchar in my uh, my kitchen on Sunday and nobody had any clue what the hell I was talking. Nobody. About. I, I needed I needed you, I, need, I needed you guys with me badly on Sunday. Your your kitchen needs to do a better job of listening to gaming golf. That is a very true point right there. I agree. I agree completely. Um, yeah, I love this range. I think that with a no cut, you've got guys down here that are not only um, you know don't have to worry about getting cut, but they're playing really well. My first is a guy I talked about the last probably the last three weeks, is Taylor Moore at 6,400. Uh, he was 31st last week after back-to-back top sixes. Um, you know, you look at the last five events, 31st, 5th, 6th, 21st, 24th. Guy playing really good golf, 
Talked about him last week. He was one that we really liked early in the season and just kind of struggled, didn't find his footing, and has finally found it. Um, he's top 35 in like every key stat in the last 24 rounds, so just playing really well right now. Love him. Uh, Trey Mullenix, if you want to talk about someone who's hot right now, um, he's made four straight cuts, all top 40s, after a brutal part of the season where he was doing nothing well. He, hit, he won at Barbasol, hit it great there. He hit it really well at St. Jude last week. He finished fifth, but he looked closer. Gained 8.1 TD green, five uh, shots and approach. It's not like he just, you know, putted his butt off and, uh, you know, made a bunch of bombs. Mullenix was right there and, you know, with it with some good players last week, playing really good golf on the weekend. Uh, it's hard not to go back to Brendan Steele too. 6,200. He played badly last week. And don't get me wrong. It's one of those weeks and, you know, maybe, maybe he lost it and he's, uh, you know, he's off the tracks, but he's playing so well before that. You look at the last 24 rounds, he's top 10 in Tita green ball striking and approach. So I think I'm going to go back there too. And 6,200 is just such a low price. Don't worry about missing the cut. Um, those guys are all under 6,500. I think all really, really, really playable. Um, I also think you can mix in Emiliano Grillo at 6,600 uh, playing really well right now. Top, uh, He's 22nd in the last few rounds of Tita Green and ball striking fourth off the tee, a really good off the tee player, which we want here this week. And uh, I, I, there's ra- very rarely this many options of 6,000s. I don't want to mention too many guys, but uh, the bottom three and a little bit of Grio is where I'll be going as I, as I mix and match in lineups. Curious to see how J.J. Spawn recovers from that Oof. final round 78. He was the leader going into the four- final round and utterly collapsed uh, in, in Memphis. And there, that's a bummer. He's priced at 6,000. He is bare minimum priced. He's 30th in the FedEx Cup rankings. He's squarely <laughs> on the bubble. There is no shortage of pressure here for him. Uh, I'm I'm kind of curious to see how he how he reacts. He won the Valero last uh, in March, so that that went far in like securing his future. But uh, has a chance to make some to move up in some bigger money. So I'm kind of curious to see what happens with him. I'm pulling for him, but I would probably I like betting the forward momentum. Yeah, not the. Right. Not the other way. Yeah, I just I, I worry about like a meltdown that badly. I worry how he bounces back. But I hope I hope it's good because you want you want to see you guys recover. But I'm I'm a little bit worried about that. Yeah, I am too. All right, let's move on to the SI Sportsbook, SISportsbook.com, and we'll take a look at this week's uh, golf odds and our betting sheets. Jeff, it's your home your home court. Uh, what do we like here? Well, I liked Colin Morikawa last week when he was outside 30 to one, but I, I think he's probably the guy to beat this week. So I, I'd still take him at 20 to one. Uh, Cam Young, best player, I think, perhaps, according to this podcast, without a PGA Tour win at the moment. Uh, maybe this is his time. So 25 to one, I like that. And then, you know, like we rang the bell when Morikawa slipped outside 25 to one or 30 to one last week. Jordan Speeth at 40 to one. I think that's an auto bet, right? I, I, that's just too long odds for someone of his caliber and the season he's had. So those are my top picks. And then I might throw in Alex Smalley, uh, 10 to 1 for a top 10. That's right. hard. It's a tough week for betting. We got we have 10 guys that are 20 to 1 or or lower. It's a really – like you, you have to really find someone and pick them and kind of go with it. Uh, I think I'm going to take one guy up there and then a couple guys in the middle and then some darts later. I'm going to go Justin Thomas this week. I really like him. He's 14 to one. Um, it was him or Rom for me. I think I'm going to take the extra couple of points there with, with JT at 14 to one and go there. Then two guys in the mid range, definitely Cam Young and Sung Jay. They're both at 25 to one. I, I like both guys chances to really compete this week. Then I'm going to drop uh, way, way back just for some smaller bets. Uh, Aaron Wise at 50 to one. I really like this week. I think that it's going to be tough to win in this field, but I like those odds. Cam Davis, 60 to one. And then give me uh, give me two bucks on uh, on the long shot, but a guy that can make his way up the leaderboard. Siwoo Kim at ninety to one. I also do like uh, throwing a uh, throwing a dart and a top ten on Siwoo. Also, very good, very cool. Let's finish up with one and done. Uh, a lot of this is 
who do you have left? Uh, and, you know, making sure you have someone, anyone next week, but uh, should be okay with that. Uh, Scott, who do you, who are you going with in one and done this week? Yeah, it's a good note you mentioned. You make sure you check your site to see if you play next week because I'm in a multiple one and dones, and a couple of them don't they, they don't count next week. So you know, if you burn your best guy this week, but in our tournament where we do uh, we do play next week, you want to have someone for next week. So I've got three guys for two spots, so I'm pretty good there. So I'm going to go Sung J M this week. I really like his uh, his recent play. Still have him available in our in our pool. Um, I don't have any of the guys under twenty to one available, so I'm going to take the next best bet and go uh, go Sung J this week. Uh, I've still got fee now, luckily. Oh, uh, I'm going nice. to keep riding the wave. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do next week. I think I've got, I've got Sam Burns. I got Tom Kim. We'll see, but JJ uh, spawn. I've, uh, JJ spawn is still on the board. I'm going to, I'm going to lock in Tony fee right now, uh, in real time here on the show. So I put a placeholder in was just like my highest available, I think, which is Shane Lowry. Uh, I'm not going to go that I'm going to go Aaron wise, uh, this week. I'm going to lock that like one it. in. Uh, he's got a lot to play for to get into the top 30, but if he doesn't, well, okay. It's just par for the course for my season this year in that one and done pool anyhow, and it won't be as heavily rostered. I'm hoping, although with, with only 68 players in the field and so many of them just X'd out at this point in time, there's going to, I think there's going to be a lot of crossover. There's not going to be too many like skins out there. I was, uh, I was sung Jr. wise. So I'm, uh, I'm right there with you. I, I like it. All right. Very good. Any other parting thoughts before we sign off for today? Can we do the fantasy football minute? It's draft season. Yes, please. All right. I'm in the fourth round. Slow draft, email draft. I'm up. Uh, on the board, round four, Ezekiel Elliott, DJ Moore, Michael Pittman. How many, who, do you, who do you have so far? I have Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, and uh, Etienne, Travis Etienne. Mm. So I got one back, one running back, two wide receivers. Tempting to do a wide receiver heavy build here. And do you go start three, three receivers yeah. in a flex or two? Three. All right. Uh, Jeff's the football expert, so I'm going to jump him and go first and take it. I'm going to go DJ Moore for sure. Uh, I agree. Uh, I, I like DJ Moore a lot, especially because it looks like Baker Mayfield's going to win that job, and I think that bodes well for DJ Moore. I do too. I'm a, I'm a DJ Moore guy. I like Pittman, but uh, I just think DJ Moore is a, a lot of upside there. I think he's a really good player. Yep, agreed. That was my lean. That that's All my right. that's my, that's your and fantasy football Ze- minute. Ze- Zeke 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 would be uh, Zeke would be third, by the way, for me. Yeah, I don't know, but he's he's old. But I don't know. I feel like he's I feel like he's safe because they're just going to keep giving the ball till the wheels fall off, which might be week one. I don't know. But... He's safe until he's not safe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All, All right. right. Let's uh let's wrap let's uh wrap it up then. Everybody, thanks for listening to BMW. We got the uh, the PJ. I mean the uh, the FedEx Cup final next week at east lake so we'll uh, have one more week of gaming golf for this season thanks everybody for tuning in good luck with your lineups it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing american families time is short before something big happens and that's why so many folks are preparing They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. 
Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com